following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. phone line is uh, Kyle Von Kubik. Wait, this is happening right now? Yeah, we gotta get going. We're late. I know, you were late. I was late. Hello, everybody. Hey. Do you like video games? I know I do. So do I. Let's talk some games. Okay. I finally got my pinball working well. My oh, the visual video pinball. Pin? Yeah. It was down for quite a while because they were going through a lot of beta releases, so... Uh, I had to do all this hacking around to make certain tables launch from certain versions of the executable, etc. But now they're up to 9.2. Go to Visual Pinball VP Forums to find out how to build your own table with a back glass and a DMD and all those other things. I think they're having a half-price special on uh, shit to make your shit work. Now they use a lot more polygons. There's a ball reflection on the table itself, just like Future Pinball used to have. And uh, they have a great version of Monster Bash. How much stuff did we get from Don Lacey, uh, from George Lopez for or, or the, the, the last uh, co-op, co-op for, for kids? kids? Yeah, very Holy generous. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, I got a Transformers prototype ramp. I was outbid on everything. By me. God damn you. (laughs) It's all hanging right next to my visual pin, which is still not done. Still need to get some side art from somebody that I know. Oh, well. Maybe I'm going to, I might call up uh, Island Pro Digital. I hear that they're. Yeah, you could use them. They do everything I heard. They do. Yeah. So I'm Wiggly uh, Calvon Cubic on the telephone. Johnny Capcom is in uh, Ireland. Subjugation. Some, for some reason, he thinks that he wants to be on the main show all the time. He's always complaining. I heard I he's hope putting they in leave. letters to make that happen. <laughs> I hope they put me on the main. What main show? This is the only show we have. I think he minutes. just wants to be on for more than three seconds. Well, that's his fault. Why doesn't he give longer tips? I don't. <laughs> I mean, the tips could be fucking fifteen minutes long. I don't give a shit. Wow. Yeah. What a weird start the, to this in show. In the booth, Keith LaRoche. Rosh. Yo. And Stinky the Game Master overseeing everything. Stinky is a big uh, fart stinks. Oh. I don't know if you received your sidearm yet, but now we have to be packing. Came down from Wekak Flipkley's. Yeah. Evidently, internal investigations. I can't uh, keep up with all these memos yeah, from Wekak Flipkley's. There's shit in the wind that we got to start wearing sidearms. So sure. look for that in the mail. You'll probably want to be home. You don't want that left on your doorstep. 
it's it's just a rifle wrapped in like newspaper. Like, you know, you, you, you can tell exactly what it is. <laughs> you the think you get a nice case to this show yeah. is so fitting for the strange game we're about to talk. Isn't about. it? Yes. What was our clues? Who the hell remembers last Well, week? I remember mine was Magic Stick. I don't remember yours because I don't care enough. Maybe it was Platypus. I think it was, actually. Could be. It could be, or because I just played the game about an hour ago and <laughs> saw one. Saw one? Every, uh, several. Every time you get a boxing robot, they I think they turn into Platypus size. or with uh, yeah. boxing gloves. And different different accoutrements, but that is the most common villain in this one. You want to set it up, but I definitely have to do the lead-in. You picked this, right? Or did I, pick? I did pick this, okay, Pick of the Buck. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's Pick of the Buck, everybody. Oh, fuck. Welcome. You can play along at home. Just uh, put a dollar into along. your, uh, put your name on a dollar. As you see, we've had the new dollar for quite some time with Jack. Yeah, I did see that. People started getting it right. You're only supposed to put your name on once, but evidently this was used like four times. But that first dollar we had like 57 different people wrote on. I was that was ridiculous. You put your name on a dollar. You take that dollar, put it in a hat. Your boss shuffles it up at the end of the week, every Friday. Picks a name out. If your name's on a dollar, you get the, the the hat full of dollars. A great way to start the weekend to go to your arcade and stick the dollar in the arcade. That's what we're gonna do. You put it in the change machine. And I don't know if this game cost 50 cents or a quarter, but what was it? Prices may vary. Might have cost you a couple yen. Yes. 1991, Taito. We haven't talked about Taito, too, since Liquid Kids. 1991, Taito, Puli Rula. Why not? I'm proud of myself for actually pulling that title off. Yeah. Poo-poo platter. It's a P-U space L-I space R-U space L-A. Here's what I want to say about this, okay? Legs. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the second thing I wanted to say about it. This will just set it up, set the game up for you. This is right from the game itself. So if you need to uh, quote this on Wikipedia, the number 12 would be from the game itself. <laughs> Here is a wonderland called Radishland. Mm -hmm. In each town, under a keeper's control, the time flow was correctly with the time key. <laughs> but a bad man appeared and stole the time key to stop the time flow. Damn it, the time stopped. The towns were attacked one by one. The time flow was stopped, and they received damage. I guess hit point damage? I'm yeah. not sure. Minus 10 HPs. An old man was impressed with a sense of danger, and he called Zack and Mel, and he entrusted them with his invented magic stick in order to defend their town. So that's a setup. Mel oh, is your... Oh, so Puli Rula. I yeah, get it Puli now. Rula. Magic stick radish land. Mel, Mel is the uh, female uh, yes. character. She has a Sailor Moon type of magic stick wand, and Zack, yeah. the little boy has a curly-topped wooden walking stick magic stick wand. Mm -hmm. And it's a side-scrolling action game. No platforming, just... it's Yeah, it's a little bit like we've been getting requests for uh, more haymaker games, as we call them. It is or a haymaker of sorts. Or, yeah, beat-em-ups. So uh, we are... They call we're, them we're bumps. We're, the yeah, bumps. we're caving into those requests, yeah. and we're kicking it off with this um, absolute tonal carnage of <laughs> Puli Rula. <laughs> You know, you, you had that game. What was that game that was probably one of the best games I ever played? Boogie Wings? Yeah. 
So you had like the best game I played with most interesting. And this is probably the most LSD inspired game I've ever played, I think. Yeah, it's strange. If I was to give it some sort of contemporary counterpart, I would say that it's very similar to the WarioWare titles, but not in the same mechanics, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's weird. But the I got you. I got you. Yeah, the weirdness of those games is the weirdness you're going to see and uh, what you can expect when playing this game. There's Gigantor robots with boxing gloves that you smack with your magic stick and then puppies appear and you collect the (laughs) puppies for points. Yeah, I think that the closest you'll get from me dealing with the things that you said about closing, I think the closest... Are you speaking English? Yes! I think the cl- <sighs> we are we on LSD. We are not. Yet. How could that be? I'd be saying, yeah, I'd be like, you know, the walls are bleeding. The closest you'll get to this, in my opinion, is this is the action adventure haymaker version of Cho Inoki Super Big Brother, the shooter uh, franchise, okay. because I All think right. it shares things in common with that. But I totally get your Wario where. Yes, because uh, right into the second stage, you start start seeing, I guess, JPEGs that have been placed into the game. <laughs> Of the developers, I guess, or the programmers on the uh, the team. Yeah. As, like, you know, a woman um, <laughs> horizontal, uh, <laughs> horizontally on a flagpole. Yeah. Like, she's a waving flag. Yeah. A face that screams at you for well, some she, reason. She spins around and kicks the, the, the giant face out at you. It's all, like, digitized, sort of like a, you know, a weird color swap palette of uh, Mortal Kombat or something like that. Right. And the game isn't that like no. uh, if you've never seen the game before, this is what Dragon's Lair back in 1983 was trying to be, which was playing a cartoon. Mm. Puli Rula looks like a cartoon. It's pixel art. Obviously, it's not full motion video, but it achieves the note of being one of real video game and two being a cartoon. The sprites are beautiful and they're nice big sprites, too. So it really has those vibes of, you know, being able to play a cartoon. But in the mix of the cartoon happening are these realistic pictures of real people integrated into the backgrounds and the depending on which version you're playing play the japanese version mm-hmm. there is a set of legs right not coming the world out version from, what, no that was right. take, it was taken out of the american version there's a set of legs coming out of these archways <laughs> where there's an arch with a leg coming out of it an open arch with a door and then another leg coming out of the next arch uh, <laughs> alluding to something yeah you could go in between those like get the pink elephant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a terribly long game, but they're very short. But very short. Like there are parts that only happen for a few seconds once in the entire game. Yes, and this is uh, and I, I mean bl- because totally of the out length of nowhere. Of the game, this is definitely a game you're going to play more than once. I know I did because I wanted to see if the, if Mel was any different from Zach. Mm. She she's not. No. But you'll go through the game again to catch all these little details that you missed. Because there's a lot of detail in here, particularly with the characters. There's a nice array of enemies. It's not huge. You start to see them cycle through the palette swaps and the pixel changes a little bit. You know, there's a basketball, there's a hand and a, a ball bouncing itself. That changes a couple times, but it behaves and acts the same way. But it, why, why does it, like, put ink 
on the ground or something. Doesn't it? Die? It does. Yeah, everything does weird stuff oh. in this game. There's that backward walking Ooby Dooby doll with human le- hairy with legs. The, nice gams. And, <laughs> and shoots like a uh, turd out of its head. I mean, I don't a rock turd. I don't know. It's strange, it's and it's fun to play, and it's very repetitive, but because of the the uh, strangeness of the game, it doesn't feel redundant as you're playing it. No. And your character's about a third of the size of the screen. Mm-hmm. So they, they are very large characters and very, uh, not not a lot of backgrounds, because it's, like you said, it's, or no, I said, it's pretty short, but yeah. the backgrounds are, are drawn quite well. I think this one boss can sum up this game, in my opinion. It's a giant purple snail, has a very long (laughs) neck, it has a human head with a bird beak on it, and insect legs. And And it spits fire. It spits fire, and then it punches you with its human eyeballs that stretch out into like a pyramid shape. So it gives you the old one-two with its eyeballs. Yes. (laughs) That's sort of what you're in for. Yeah, this the uh, second boss is like a real letdown in comparison to everything else because it's just like a kabuki performer. <laughs> but the background, the background, yes, is what, <laughs> is what changes it all up. The boss itself is so tame in comparison to everything else. It kind of like it stuck out to me that here's the kabuki performer. Before that, you're fighting some sort of like elongated nose head thing. I guess it's supposed to be like um, some sort of pop singer or something. Oh yeah. And then, and then the very next one is a kabuki performer. And then you go to the snail and you're like, wait, timeout. Why is the kabuki guy there? But there's a microwave. I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'll spoil anything, but there's a microwave that happens for like three seconds. It's these ridiculous little things that just happen out of nowhere. And uh, that's not really a spoiler alert because what happens, I I can't go into it, but that's all I got for that. What now? Pick of the buck? No, we'd be remiss (laughs) to not talk about the bombs or the magic meter that you can use. Okay. You collect items and you get little uh, magic sticks. Did you do this? Yeah. At the top of the screen, and then you can hit the bomb. And the bomb, depending on how many sticks you have in your meter, does equally strange things on the screen. Indeed. Such as? Um, Didn't take any notes, so I'm trying to go back and look at what I did. Okay. Oh, you know what it is? Dude that jumps out at one point. It's a uh, gummy, like, strong man. That yes, comes that's out one and helps of them. punch you around and uh, weird. Uh, it's weird. That's what, and that's another thing that reminded me of Choinoki is that he had a strong man. Now he's not as defined, but he's definitely he's definitely got a solid trunk. I think he's very solid in the trunk and very muscular, but not not as cut as Super Big Brothers. And uh, there's no wrestling around or, right. or holes in his head. Um. Are you playing the game now? I'm actually playing the game right now. <laughs> you know, that's so what I we can... should do. If we want to take a half hour for the show, we should play I the game play as we're discussing it. Yeah, because most of the games are, are around 20 minutes, a half hour. Some are 40, but, you know, cut out the intros of the game and stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, some of the magic attacks that you can do, there's like whirlwind. Uh, you can sprinkle some. A whirlwind? Uh, mag- did you say? A whirlwind. World wind, yeah. Like world? a tornado. But a, it happens on the whole world? Yeah, and it wins it all the way around. The world of the game. You mean whirlwind. 
Oh, sure. Whirlwind. <laughs> Let's cut that part out. No! <laughs> I, no one ever catches my stupid. Your fuck-ups? Yeah, and then I, then I you know, look like an asshole saying that uh, Chewing the Fat was in these movies that he wasn't even in. Stuff like that, and in The Hulk. One thing about this, yeah, the world, the whirlwind, and a, and a muscle guy. Those are two good. It's the muscle guy. There's, uh, like I said, there's fairy dust you can sprinkle on people. Different types of bomb attacks. You definitely want to save those up because they get stranger the uh, higher the level you're doing it at. Got it. Now, one thing that I did notice that this game has come out because I've seen this game before. It came out for a lot of different systems, especially the FM Towns. Now, right, I, which I was going to ask you about. Yeah, um, I'm a big FM Towns fan. Nowadays, it's it's really silly to try to get an FM Towns if, unless you're really into hentai type of role playing games to see mildly erotic cartoon boobies and stuff as such. But the FM Towns was known as the perfect arcade emulator system. And the original FM Towns and FM Towns 2 were actually self-contained computers, much like the Mac. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had two floppy disk drives and a CD drive. And they were the first CD-ROM-based gaming systems, although they were also computers. So they're quite expensive and only available in Japan. And then yeah, and you, if you saw us at the Game Concorn. <laughs> yeah, the Game Concorn. Where Two years ago, Concorn. we had that on the uh, the table. Sure I don't remember did. the CD drive, though. I remember the floppy disk. Oh, no, yeah. that's uh, The games play off CD, and then the floppies were to save games, and some of the role-playing games wouldn't work without floppies. Like you had outrun and you had uh, I always forget the name of this game it's a monster game you're different types of mythological creatures and you pro wrestle each other we're gonna have to review that one yeah um, i don't know what you're talking about and that's when i play on my on the fm towns a lot and then the fm towns marty came out which was more affordable and it was just to play games it didn't have a keyboard you were just uh, with controllers and uh, and one floppy drive and so this came out for that this came out for saturn the first PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and another name for it is Arcade Gears. The PS2 version was part of Taito Memories Volume 1. Mm-hmm. And it it was in Taito Legends, but they not in international releases, if you had that. Liquid Kids, when we reviewed that, and that was another Taito game, that was actually released for several gaming systems, including the, the PC Engine which is one of my, my favorite systems. And then I think maybe the Nintendo and Super Nintendo, well, Famicom. So that was actually released for the home and was also part of different Taito Legends. I'm not sure yes. of the international releases or not, but it, what we were saying was that that should have been... That should have like, started on yeah. the home console. But yeah. it was the, the timing was just a little bit off for that to have been strictly a home release but you can still play that on other console systems if you can find it right yeah and another comparison i think to liquid kids is just like liquid kids i thought every character had its own sort of artist or creator to it and i think this game <laughs> either had someone that was schizophrenic or that it just had <laughs> It was sort of like the Manhattan Project. No one knew the entire scheme of the game. They only knew their little bits of it, and then, you know, someone put it all together at the end. Yeah, each artist got the word Puli Rula and was told to make what that is. Someone was probably given to make the poo, and then the other person was supposed yes. to make the re, and then the, you know, like, and such. 
I mean, one of the enemies is a bottle of blowing bubbles that <laughs> dips a wand into itself and then blows out bubbles at you. Uh, Just to give you an idea of the absurdity that you're going to encounter in this game. And I strongly recommend it. But put on some Metallica or something when you play this, I think. Because the music sucks? Yeah. I've never... Well, the music sucks. I don't even know Metallica. What do they do? Uh, Lamb we'll of God. John when he's on the show. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's a big metalhead. That's right. I can't uh, ask him when he does a pro player tips. He can't hear us. No. It's weird. It only goes one way that way. Keith is um, odd. The music's okay. It's not... It's the, probably the only thing I find... Well, aside from the, the length of the game, I find the music to just be a little lackluster. It's kind of just generic considering all of the other things that are going on. I would have really liked that level of detail that you saw in Liquid Kids, mm -hmm. which had great music. Yeah. But see, you know, I think fact, that, that music probably would have fit better with this oh, game. Yeah. Well, see, I think the team that was in charge of Law made the music <laughs> because the Law part of the game is the cutesy run around, you know, hitting people with sparkles and stuff. So that right. team probably made the music for it. And then gotcha. when they brought in the Puri Lu, then that's when you had the, the mishmash. And that's another place where uh, Cho Inoki uh, shines over this, this title and, and strangeness is that it ties it in with the, with the wacky music. When there's no composed music in some of the certain levels, when it gets weird and you fight the one, ah, I'll just say, tiki time sort of area. Then yes. you get, you know, just some drums and stuff going on. That's, the man horn. It's a nice <laughs> it's a nice break. Make sure to keep your eyes peeled for the man horn. Okay. That stage. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things is the man horn. Don't. Did you send in your? Yeah, here it is. Okay. Let me shuffle this up while uh, Kyle tells you this. He sends in his dollar every week, puts his name on it. I have my name. I put in a hat and I shuffle him up. While you're shuffling up those dollars, let me remind everybody to go over to wetalkgames.com, join the community, log in with one of many social media accounts you already have. That includes Twitter, Facebook, uh, Windows Live. You can also check us out on Facebook directly by going to facebook.com slash WTG podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at we talk games or shoot us an email stinky at we talk games.com and uh you know while you're waiting for a show you know it comes out every monday but tuesday to sunday check out the facebook things are happening there all the time check out the twitter things are happening there all the time be a part of the community be a part of the fabric of we talk games yeah and a lot of our uh, sister and brother podcasts as well You'll yes. see them retweeting us. We retweet them sometimes. It's and, a big uh, masturbatory love fest. You'll find, yeah, you might find something that you like. That's not produced us. by... <laughs> well, no, that's not produced by some very prolific comedian. I mean, that's all podcasts have turned into. Yeah. You know? And there was one time when, when our podcast would be ESPN and all these other the big names, but those times have gone. You know, Th Those times no longer exist. You have to be an established like comedian and you have your show and you know what Got fuck some them. backers fuck them motherfucker whoa, watch whoa. them on television we don't have a tv show listen to us in your ear holes that's right okay here we go and i pick it a buck i like and the anger yeah I'm, I'm angry this week okay I got, let I me got, guess who got, won the pick of the buck you i did yeah, shocking. Got two bucks. Two bucks. I hate this game. Yeah. Hey, here's your uh, Blow Blair blip. Magic suck will connect you. Magic suck.
advance warning, you're going to need your PlayStation copy of Pula Rula and your Game Shark to properly uh, make use of this week's expert advice from myself, Mr. John. And, uh, of course, we're talking about Pula Rula this week. And just before I get to the advice, I'd like to ask a question. What the fuck is it with the, uh, the Japanese games and the themes of animal power robots? I mean, do these people know something that we don't? Is this tech that didn't escape Japan in the mid to late 90s? Um, you know, it's probably not ethically correct to do this, but I have to say I would like, wouldn't like, would mind to see real one in action. Maybe, you know, what's the harm done with me viewing some video footage of a turkey-powered nuke from 96? Uh, you know, what's done is done. Never mind. Anyway, look, uh, you're going to need to get that game shark out because I'm not just, I'm not being a snob like the rest of the, you know, in every episode we always kind of, you know, myself, Wiggly, and Kyle, we have access to arcades that you don't, and that's just unfortunate. But, uh, you know, this week is a home version out there that you can get, and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get down to the common man, baby. So, uh, basically, if you go get your game shark and Put in the code 160B48060603. You will get unlimited credits to play through Pula Rula. And uh, if you know anything about um, the animal powered robots, uh, let me know uh, uh, at Johnny Capcom on Twitter because I am really curious. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Every week we give a clue for what we're going to talk about on next week's show. And you can play along by trying to guess the clue, and no one's ever guessed yet. No. I don't think. Anyway, uh, f- happy 4th of July, everybody, and had hope you had a great <laughs> Thanksgiving and Easter. Yeah. Man, that happy 2012 thing is really getting me nervous. Do you it's, think the world's going to end? It might. What's your tip for next week? I kind of want to just give it away. Oh, well, then let me go first. Okay. All right. Well, I had two. The first right. one won't give it away. So mm-hmm. I'll do that one. Keep shooting. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one, it, it sort of hints at it. Yeah. Where's the gorilla? Oh yeah, mine's much more of a giveaway. Than yeah. That. Well, I know, but you're gonna give it. You're gonna blow the whole thing. But that's okay because it's a, it's another special sort of like our pack month was. What a success! Yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It was. It was stacked. Yeah, as a kid say. Well, my uh, hint is yeah. busting makes me feel good. <laughs> Get excited! Oh, you should have said Huey Lewis. I was gonna do that. Would have been Huey better. Lewis. All right. Well, everybody knows what it is. Let's uh, hear some of that music uh, thing there. Then there. Then and now T.T. Schmookins will give her. We talk games. Video Power Magazine. Pickety Buck. Arcade game. Audio clue for next week. Hello, I am Titty Scrookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Pick AD Buck, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, geeks. Alright everybody, well, I hope that you like us. Tune in! F- tune in! For- I have to say this fucking thing here. Tune in for the next all-you-can-eat episode of We Talk Games, Pick of the Buck. You people at home have no idea how similar this is to the Dave Akers interview. And you'll never know.